BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Squad. Hey, C-Dub, Bobby, we all in the building today. We're going to talk about which Bears players we think could be in line for postseason awards this upcoming season. We're also going to talk how wide open the North it really is. And Tremaine Edmonds made some comments that we're going to break down. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. But let's go ahead and get into it. Fellas, what players do y'all think could be in line for postseason awards this upcoming season? Hey, man. Ooh, this is a great question uh, posed by my man, CEO Hayes, a.k.a. Drip. Um, I had a hard time picking some players, but it is the obvious. I think most of us have had this Justin Fields for MVP, at least get votes. I'm going with Justin Fields for MVP. And then for my defensive rookie of the year, Tyreek Stevenson. Tyreek Stevenson, baby. He walked the walk. He talked, he t- talked the talk, whatever it is. Well, however that shit goes. You, you won't kill, you won't kill. <laughs> oh, and my last one was a little bit, it's crazy. But Jaquan Brisker, defensive player of the year. Mm. Sheesh. Okay. I ain't mad at you, my brother. But yeah, I second that that first one that you did. I I had uh Justin Fields not being an MVP, but he will finish top three in voting because I think that the Bears that I, I think it's gonna be a fun, great season, and we definitely gonna put some people on notice and let them know that we here. I think that we're gonna be here. But the next one, I think that it's it's not gonna obviously he's gonna have to stay healthy, he's gonna have to put in the work, but I think Braxton Jones gets a nod mm. at, at a Pro Bowl. For sure, because I they already had him rated as one of the young players, one of the best young linemen in the NFL. I think PF, PFF had him rated high when it came to their grades. So I think that he improves. He takes that step forward. He wasn't terrible last year. I think he played a good season for a rookie that was drafted in the fifth round. So I give my guy, I'm going to give my guy a pro bowl nod for Braxton Jones. And then this guy was on his way to having a pro bowl season, but he got injured. I think he follows up, remains healthy, and actually get him a Pro Bowl nod, and that's in Eddie Jackson. Hey. I'm going to go ahead and rock with him. I'm going to say that he comes up, he follows up, and uh, he punches ticket to the Pro Bowl because I don't think that the Bears had any Pro Bowlers last year, which was crazy. Yeah, I don't think we did. It was sad, but we're going to get some few people in there to, uh, this season, for sure. 
I got three players specifically, and then I got an award that we usually don't talk about. And usually in these award conversations, we don't talk about it, and that's comeback player of the year. I got Eddie Jackson winning comeback player of the year this season. Ooh, that could go, yes. I, I, think, I think when you look at the path that he was on last season, you could have made an argument that he could have been in last season had he stayed healthy. I think now you add in the injury to that. If he comes back, hit the ground running, we already know that that secondary is going to probably be legit. And then the if the the front line can help that our secondary by getting more pressure on the quarterback, I think Eddie Jackson is going to have a year where we he's he's top three of comeback player of the year. I think he definitely can be in that conversation for sure. I have no doubt about that one. Defensive player of the year, Jaquan Brisk. I really think Jaquan Brisk is going to make that leap where he can do that and, and get into that conversation. And then lastly. Offensive player of the year, I'm going uh, DJ Moore. I think him, him and Justin is going to have that combination to where DJ Moore – and keep in mind, people are going to – right right or wrong, when you look at whatever growth Justin Fields have and him and that DJ Moore connection comes through and he gets a bunch of touchdowns, they're going to be like – they're going to put – DJ Moore's name is going to be in any conversation Justin Fields is in. And because he's the veteran, they're going to give him a lot, a lot of the accolades for that. And I think that – the conference – because we know these postseason awards are all about storylines as well. And I think that storyline could get him to be in that conversation for offensive player of the year. Bro, I like all y'all choices. I definitely like this DJ Moore choice. Uh, how many? How, what, what kind of numbers would it take for him to get the get the offensive player of the year? It's got to take a, like a hundred receptions at least. Uh, because okay, who won? Who won it last year? Garrett Wilson won it last year, right? Offensive rookie. Offensive rookie think, of the year. I think Justin Jefferson won offensive player of the Just, year. Justin believe, Jefferson correct. won it. So let, let me look at Justin Jefferson's stats real quick because I just want to yeah, see because he's the he wide had, receiver too. Like eighteen hundred yeah. yards or something like that. Yeah, he was That's definitely. Oh, he got across the thousand yard mark for yeah, sure. Yeah, so he had one hundred and twenty eight receptions for eighteen hundred eighteen hundred and nine yards. He averaged fourteen point one yards per reception and eight touch. Didn't even have double digit touchdowns. I think that DJ Moore can get at least, and this is just without me seeing what Luke Getsy, how he changes the play calling, but I think DJ Moore is in line for at least a 1,500-year, six- to eight-touchdown uh, year just because oh, he's bro. the number one. So I think I think DJ Moore can get in that conversation for sure. Oh, Absolutely. Bro, I, I think it game. starts with those high receptions. Me personally, he got to get somewhat upwards of 90, and then the yards have to be on par with something, definitely over 1,000 to be, consi- to be in the running for that. And I think he got a strong chance for sure. Oh, I think and, he get. Oh, go ahead. Go, no, no, go ahead. I was just about to read this comment. Go ahead. I think I think he get double digit touchdowns too. The way he force feeding. I know it's just OTAs and mini camp, but he force feeding DJ Moore, and obviously because he open all the time. So yeah. I'm gonna say he get double digit TDs. BL Jet. I, I the only reason I didn't pick Justin Fields is because I think for a quarterback to be in conversation for Offensive Player of the Year, they're in the MVP conversation and they move yep. on. That, so that's the only yeah, reason I yeah. wouldn't pick Justin Fields to be in conversation for offensive player of the year because if he has those type of numbers, now nah, we're not talking about offensive player of the year. We're talking about MVP voting at that point. Agree, because it's definitely – I think, man, I just think that my man's Fields about to go ahead. He's going to have that visor looking good, <laughs> and they better look out. The shade's going to be on, baby. The shade's going to be on. Keep that jersey clean this season as well. Let's keep yeah. that jersey clean. That's what we need to do. That's the most uh, important thing. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. When you look at some 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 people that you could that you think are kind of on the outskirts, maybe they don't get in conversation for one of the postseason awards, but they definitely maybe start getting talked about on the national stage as one of the better players at their position. I think Cole Komet definitely you guys know, I think that this is going to be the season where people start looking at Cole Komet as one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Who, who would be kind of your guys' pick to be on the outskirts 
not quite in, in that conversation for awards, but definitely has an amazing season. I don't know if offense, if offensive linemen can win like offensive rookie of the year, mm. but I think Darnell Wright is going to be solid this year, bro. He is mean. He is built a bully, and he's going to be bullying a lot of defensive linemen this, this season, and he's going to get noticed for it. He's going to get a lot of buzz about it, bro. Tell it. show. Me personally, I think that one one person that could make some noise as a returner could be Tyler Scott, especially okay. with the speed. He could we like we we don't know who they're gonna name as their return man yet, but I think that with his speed and things like that, he could definitely make some noise. Cause and I'm probably um, I'm probably looking at this because I seen some Devin Hester highlights, and man, did those uh return men build the wall so he can go ahead and just run up the sideline and just burn everybody. So I don't know how how uh, attainable that goal is for Tyler Scott, but I think that uh, he could probably make some noise in a return game for sure. Damn, Vellis Jones is losing jobs after job. Hey, that's on him. <laughs> Brian Williams says Tanyan would be better than Cole Komet. I disagree on that one. How you guys oh, feel no. about that comment? Oh no way! No, 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 no. Hey, uh, Cole Komet gonna jump. This is the year he jumps into like. Can we say top five uh, tight ends this year? He got an opportunity. Tanyan is good. That's not to say that Tanyan is not good. I just think Cole Komet is obviously the better player, just in yeah, every I mean, facet of the game. Uh, uh, T- Robert Tanyan, good. Like I said, I loved uh, Robert Tanyan, but he's never even had – Oh, he had one season in 2020 where he had 11 touchdowns, but he's never had a season even as good as what Cole Komet had last season other than that one season. I don't see him passing up Cole Komet. I just don't. Yeah, I wouldn't say that – the. I wouldn't say that he will be better than Komet, but I will say he will – have an opportunity to grab some big touchdowns in that red zone, especially with oh, his receiving sure. skills. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. I'm going to still go with Komet, but I think that Tanya has a, a a chance to definitely snag a bunch of uh, touchdowns in the red zone, for sure. Ooh, That's for crazy. sure. That's, That's for sure. Crazy. When we talk about some of the young players on this team, right, I know we, we kind of all kind of didn't talk a lot about, like, rookie of the year, anybody being it. Well, somebody did bring up Tyreek Stevenson. Do you think that there's any chance that not only Javon Dexter – passes up somebody to, to, to become a starter, but could he get in that conversation as well? Oh, man, if he can. I think he got the talent to do so. Uh, okay. uh, it's going to be tough. It is a lot of competition out there on other teams, but I think he got the talent to do so. It's just, it's going to be upon him. I, him. I definitely think that he has the talent to do so. And, you know, the early reports, they are early reports with no shoulder pads, but he has been, quote-unquote, wreaking havoc on the offensive yes. line with his quickness and his power. Now it's all about putting it on wax. And make you know what I'm saying, make getting yourself noticed within in-game situations. And if he can somehow start to, you know, at the end, you know, towards the middle part and the, the end of the season, if he can go ahead and have some some game closing sacks, that's how you grab the attention Ooh, of others around point. the league. That's, that's how he gonna point. get his name out there. Game closing sacks, few minutes left, third and ten, third and seven, boom, Javon Dexter with a huge sack. That's how he gonna be able to get his name out there by doing something in those moments. Mm. Who leads the Who leads the defensive line in sacks? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with one of those big guys in the middle, and I'm gonna go with I'm no, gonna I, go Dex. I I think well, you talking about on the interior. You talking about overall defensive line? Overall defensive line. Oh, I, I I told you guys. I I think I think Walker's gonna have a double digit sack. Okay. Here. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go that route with uh, Walker as well. I think um, Dexter will be good though. He definitely get about seven. But I think Walker gets the double digits and leads the team. Bro, Not bro. mad at that. Right, for right, sure. cool. We need somebody Any, more than six. Left on... Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I think this is, I, I, and I already told you guys, like, 
I, I, I truly do think that this is going to be – I know a lot of people are down on the defensive line, but I think Travis Gibson's going to have a bounce back year. I'm not saying he's going to get, like, double-digit sacks or anything, but I think he's going to get five to six sacks per year. I think Walker's going to get double-digit sacks. And I think the interior defensive line, we're going to have a couple of guys with five, six sacks on that. On the, we're going to get to the – and I said this on one of the dailies. We're going to get pressure way more than what we got last year. And I think that's even more important than sacks, but – we gonna get to the quarterback too. Just watch. We are gonna get to yeah. the quarterback. And the main um, reason for that is, I'm sorry, nephew. Just really quick, the main reason for that is, uh, we got better on first and second down, bro. So third, third down is gonna be relatively easy for the defense for sure. But yeah, I was just gonna say that I think that hey, they got these guys putting in that work, and they beefed up the middle. So who knows? Hey, they saying that Dexter didn't have a lot of problems. So they got, they just said his, his flexibility. They said his flexibility. They got the man doing Pilates. Hey, they, hey, Bro. Pilates helped Tevin Jenkins. Let's see if Pilates helped this guy. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, I, I, and I, you know, I hesitate. I don't like making comps because I think once you make comps, people just focus on the comp rather and the player that they turned into rather than what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying that he's going to be this player over his career, but go and look at a young uh, uh, sap Warren Sapp, and then look at Javon Dexter and tell me there's not some similarities. Okay. I'm going to check that out. Not I got to check that just, out. Just go, go and watch Javon Dexter's highlights and then go watch probably first three years of Warren Sapp's career and tell me you don't see some similarities in Let's that. Go, baby. We, Let's get it. I got to check that Real. out. That sounds good. I'm telling Man. you, bro. You know what type of Kuiper impact? Warren Sapp had, bro. He was a Bro, I met Warren Sapp once, bro. I, I shook his hand. Damn. And when I tell you that man, I have big ass hands, right? <laughs> when I tell you taking that man's hand, bro, I felt like like my son giving me a high five, my nine-year-old, bro. I was like, hey, man, listen, this is ridiculous, bro. This is ridiculous, man. Um, let's, go. let's move into the next topic, man. One of the biggest conversations that's been had is how open the NFC North is. So I want to have this conversation with you guys. When you look at kind of everything that's going in, now that uh, the roster's kind of settled how open is the nfc north really and how do you guys feel the bears could move in there uh when you say open uh i'm gonna say it's a two-horse race in the uh, uh detroit lions and the chicago bears and i'll give the chicago bears uh the nod um first of all the green bay packers they without the crackhead they are not the same team <laughs> I, even Jordan Love knows this. You've seen, you, everybody's seen the, the little video, the clip that he put out, then took it down. Even we in his head. Minnesota Vikings, Cousins, he is getting out of age. You see everybody changing their quarterbacks, and we got great quarterbacks in the NFC North. It's not going to be the same thing with uh, with Cousins. Got great receiver over there. Got a couple good players on, on defense on Minnesota, but they're on the way down. The new teams is the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions, and I'm giving the Chicago Bears the nod. For sure. Ain't mad at it. I'm definitely saying that it's wide open, but I, I, I'm going to still get a nod to the, the, the Lions for now, unfortunately, for now. But I think that the Bears are right in the mix with all that. Hey, Detroit Lions, y'all just had four people suspended from your team for gambling. So y'all going to be missing some players over there because they want to go ahead and gamble on football. The league say y'all can gamble on basketball, not football. And y'all chose to do that, so y'all going to be missing some players over there. But I still think that they're they going to be all right. Not, not you know, mind-blowing, but they're going to be all right. Then I want to look at the Minnesota Vikings. Unc, you kind of pinpointed a little bit when we talk about Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins, we know what he was doing, force-feeding Justin Jefferson. 
And Everybody. once the teams key in on Justin Jefferson, you kind of take away an element from the Minnesota Vikings, just real quick, some games. Against the Eagles, these guys let Justin Jefferson, they held Justin Jefferson to six receptions, 48 yards. Against the Cowboys, three receptions, 33 yards. And then in the Packers in week 17, one reception, 15 yards. All those resulted in a loss and including that playoff game against the uh, New York Giants to where Justin Jefferson only had seven receptions and 47 yards. We I know they got Addison, uh, was it Addison? Buddy out of USC. I don't want to screw up his name. Yeah. They got the wide receiver. But the point is, can Kirk Cousins uh, distribute the ball to other people? I don't know. And lastly, Jordan Love, come on, bro. Come on, bro. You you, you entering the rim, you don't want no problems with. So I'm going to just go ahead and say the Bears going to be right in the mix, and it's wide open. The Bears definitely will be over 500 within a division, for sure. Oh, bro. Hey, hey, that's what's up. I, I look at it as this. I think that I, I have to see it come on the field before I'm willing to say what and how this Bears team is going to develop for sure. But I'll say this. This is the, this is the year that I think the Bears truly do have the chance to move to the top of the division more so than I could say in the last decade. I'm just being real. Yes. The division, like, I'm not saying that we should come in as favorites or anything like that, but the talent that we have on this team now, if this this coaching staff gets that talent together, I think that we definitely have a chance. I'm not worried about the Lions. I've said that. I'm not worried about the Packers. The Vikings have a legitimate chance, right? And even then, that's still some shaky ground. It's not like it's not like you're looking at them saying they, they for sure are going to win it and nobody else has a chance to knock them off. But I'm telling y'all, if this defense especially, right, comes together like we think it can, a lot of the quarterbacks in the NFC North ain't going to be upright very long. And that's all I'm going to say on that. For real. And a point to add with the Minnesota Vikings, in my opinion, y'all just gave up your best running back. Yes. And your defense is still questionable. So, hey, it's it's open for me. It's definitely open. I mean, uh, when you think about winning in the NFL, it mainly starts with the quarterback. Um. Justin Fields is close to being the best quarterback in the NFC North. He close. I ain't ready to say it yet. By the end of the season, we will be saying yeah, we have the quarterback best quarterback in the, in the NFC. NFC North, and that period. and and when you look at coaching, uh, they everybody want to pat uh Detroit Lions coach in the back because he got to nine and eight. That they make the playoffs. What does it count for? Let's see you do it two years in a row. Matt Eva Flus, uh, he building stump. So we ain't really judged him yet on him on him really being competitive. But I like the way he's building this team. We're going to see. We're going to see. All right, here's the Detroit. We got a question from 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 Big Bro, Big Mace. He asked this. What up, fellas? I want to switch it up from football real quick. Who are you picking? Jim Jones or Pushes T? Can't wait for training camp to start. <laughs> Two drinks with the fellas. First of all, Jim Jones took 10 years to learn how to rap. That's a mismatch. That nigga is not ready for no Pushes T. <laughs> Let is. me be clear here. Like, like, look at what Pusha T did to Lil Wayne and Drake. Yes, bro. Jim Jones ain't never, Jim Jones ain't never, Pusha T is thrown verses away better than Jim Jones' best verse ever. Bro, what the heck? It's not a competition. Come on, Joe. That's a lion versus a kitty cat. What the <laughs> Pusha I T did. a MC, bro? <laughs> would... Bro, Jim Jones stood on stage and let Jada kiss body him. And came out. Just what are you gonna do? Came back drunk. <laughs> Didn't have no rebuttal. Just came back up to the center, to the front of the stage, drunk. <laughs> yeah, he, he ain't got it, bro. No. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Chance. No chance, Brody. Come on, bro. There is no... There is there there is a greater chance right now that Lonzo Ball will play basketball <laughs> than Jim Jones put, beating Pusha T in a battle. Come like on, it's just it's not it's happening. It's not happening. And keep in mind, Jim Jones came out with a whole diss track responding to a single bar that Pusha T spit. He, you ain't had a whole track of this man focusing on you yet, bro. Right. This, 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 Pusha T is one of the most dangerous MCs in the game, period, when it comes to me. We could talk about him not having the hit records yep. that go mainstream, and, and, but this is about MCing. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to MCing, ain't too many people touching Pusha T. It yeah, is too much material there, too, uh, Jim Jones. Calm that down, brother. Exactly. It's some material. You out of Harlem, bro. You got to chill. <laughs> I, <ain't gotta> chill. <laughs> I heard we some police him, stuff bro. too. You some police stuff bro, bro. too. You better yeah. chill. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. <laughs> First of all, you ain't you still owe fifty cent money. You gotta worry about that before you worry about pushing T, my brother. He tripped. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, y'all make sure y'all check out my hip hop podcast, oh, The Breaks bro. Radio. We'll be talking about this this upcoming yes, Thursday. But nonetheless, a little shameless plug on that one. Um, <laughs> let's get into the next topic. Jermaine Edmonds said that he wanted to come to the Bears because he wanted to be on a rebuilding team. Talked about this a little bit on the daily, so I'm going to mainly turn this over to you guys. I'll just sum up what I said there. To me, it takes a different type of player to want to go to a rebuilding team. And the fact of the matter is, at the middle linebacker position, you come with a certain level of expectations, my yeah. brother, with that contract you got on a Chicago Bears team. And I, and I and I believe he's going to live up to it. What do you guys feel about it? Well, that's a great point, Hayes. Uh, the lineage in a, in a middle linebacker position, maybe he's seeing that. I just think he sees what we see. He sees what the uh, front office is doing, Ryan Poles. He sees what the coaching staff is building. And he also sees the way Justin Fields has been playing. And he sees the promise in the upcoming years for Justin Fields. So uh, he's he's a smart man. So, so I, we want to see you perform on the field. Smart man. I think it speaks to who the, his character, in my, in my opinion, um, because he was over there with a uh, a good Buffalo Bills team. But sometimes you want a new challenge in your life. So he went on, came over here with the Chicago Bears and was like, man, let me go the, as great as a play I am. Let me go ahead and be one of the next great Chicago Bears linebackers and help this team, you know, come from the bottom of the NFC North to being a competing team and probably, you know, having some runs in the playoffs hopefully get to a Super Bowl, something like that. Because right now, keep it a butt with you, the Buffalo Bills, they looking a little iffy over there. I ain't going to lie. Mm -hmm. But shout out to Tremaine Edmonds, man, because he seen something that he wanted, that he liked. And shout out to the uh, the front office for going ahead and getting them and making him believe in the vision. Sometimes when, when you got those people to believe, they'll run through a brick wall for you. So let's go ahead and get ready. Monsters of the Midway, trying to run through them brick walls. Do, yeah. Do you think really think that he can be in that lineage. Look at the lineage, though. Mike Dicker, Earl Lacker, Singletary. Can he be, when it's all said and done with the best beat in those names? Those are some big-time names right there, bro. Wilbur Marshall, Lance Briggs. 
I I will never predict anybody to okay. be amongst those names. I just I, those are those are legends, and it's hard to predict anybody to be amongst those names. What I will say is I do think that he can and will be one of the better linebackers in the NFL. But I, I again, you we can't have that conversation for at least three seasons before That's we're, fair. we're willing to have that conversation. I'm with you on that because man, he gonna. It starts on the field, man. We, we we can say anything in front of these mics, in front of the phones, whatever. But it got to be put on wax. You know what I'm saying? Because he's going to have to help the Chicago uh, Bears defense string together some great performances and great moments. We, 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 can, we can pinpoint some of those great moments from some of those Bears linebackers. We haven't pinpointed one yet. So I'm definitely on the side of what Hayes said. We It's going to take some time. But if he put himself in good conversations and, so you know, some good – you know, moments on the field, interceptions for, you know, pick six or just interceptions, forced fumbles and great moments of the game, then we could start having a conversation a little bit more because that's when it gets more interesting for sure. And he only 25, so he got time. It's, that's the biggest part there. 25 yeah. years old. It's going to be it's, And this and they they labeled this man the most overrated linebacker in the crazy. NFL at 25 years. A linebacker who since his rookie season has not had under 100 tackles a seat. That's crazy. Come on, bro. That's crazy. And you and you, this man already said he wanted to come to a rebuilding team. You just gave somebody who said they wanted to build their own legacy even more motivation. Y'all be prepared, bro. That's all I'm gonna For say. For real. Because that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. That's that man got bro. I saw that. I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around. Like, don't get me wrong. I know I'm a Bears fan, but I could be very logical with some of this stuff, right? Like, is I I I understand some of the doubt around Justin Fields as a passer because people haven't seen it, right? I understand that. But to label somebody 25 years old the most overrated linebacker is crazy. To me. That's that's, that's insane. You wonder what the hell has happened behind the scenes. Who Edmonds he, is he? Must have, he must have fucked that writer's. He did some adult. He did some adult. He had to, bro. Some adult no, he on that Zion shit. He <laughs> on that Zion shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, bro, that's fair, though, because. Zion wifing him, though. He, and he I'm telling you, though, because, <laughs> hey, we definitely Chicago fans. You Chicago sports fans, we definitely got some ones that can't even enter the city. i name two. No, Cristiano no. Felicio. He can never enter the city again. Again. <laughs> Kevin White, if you want to be a Bears, if you're a Bears fan, right here. Oh, he can yeah, never yeah. enter the city again. We like, damn, then they out of West Virginia finna be a beast. Yes. Ain't been Did shit. he ever play? Did he ever play? Barely. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember him playing one down, Kevin Exactly. White, bro. That's how mad we is. And that's, you know, <laughs> we can hold our players accountable. We, we, we ain't Cowboys fans over here or Detroit Lions fans. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> these guys, we could definitely. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but accurate. That's very. That's... And you know, you one one player too that I'll say I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but like Jerron Gilbert can't enter the city at all either. Bro. Somebody oh, need to Gilbert. kick him in his fucking kneecaps. <laughs> yeah, people forget that? about him. Who is people that? Forget him. He, he what? He was the first. He was our first round pick in 2029. He was supposed to be an amazing three tech. I don't even remember. He, he played four games for us his rookie season. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Bro, I don't even see? remember his ass. That's crazy. I see people in the chat talking about see? Mike Cody Glennon. Parkey. He, <laughs> oh. He get, he, I just looked it up. He gave us <laughs> single tackles in, in two seasons in a row. Single tackles in two seasons. <laughs> meaning, meaning us sitting at home almost had the same amount of tackles he did as an NFL player. Somebody, I see Jerron Gilbert to, to this day. 
I'm smacking. We, we jumping his ass. We jumping. He had three technique. Uh, he had three technique. Now we got to jump. He had three techs, so that means he's strong. He's he's here. Here. We jumping. <laughs> we got. We got. We got to make sure Steve on big camp oh, there too. On the real. Them three techs ain't no joke. Oh, they, they, ain't, they ain't no joke. I, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy, man. That's, trying to tell you, yeah, that motherfucker. I, there was so much hype around him too, man. Fuck that dude. Anyway, <laughs> as y'all can see, I I hold I hold shit personal. Again. <laughs> like I said before, it could be thirty years from now. If I see Aaron Rodgers' son and he grown, I'm smacking. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Um. Anyway, to get back on the topics at hand, CW said you had some questions that you wanted to ask. Yeah, ask I had some quick fire questions. But first off, I want to say thank you to King Buka for the donation. He got a little roast on there too, y'all. He say for the weird, I don't know what this is right here. Moonhead is fuck y'all. That's our guy Buka, but we gonna get on your ass, bro. Boop. No bitch. Boop. <laughs> but I got some quick fire questions for these guys. It might be. Some obvious answers. It might be some not so obvious answers, but I want to know you guys' answers. Big Hayes, Big Drip, and Nephew. I'm going to start with the first. This is for the greatest receiver of all time for the Chicago Bears. I want you to pick one. I don't want nobody in the middle. Willie Galt and Brandon Marshall. Which one of those two is the greatest? Let's start with Nephew. Come on. Give me Marshall. <laughs> Give me Marshall. Why are you picking Marshall? Cause I I just like that what he brought he hey he was a the screws was loose <laughs> the screws <laughs> was loose. <laughs> he was a crazy character oh, so bro. I, I I'm gonna go with who I saw I ain't seen no Willie Go <laughs> I gotta oh, keep it a buck with y'all I ain't gonna sit up here and lie I'm gonna go with who I seen play and with Jay Cutler one minute want to throw a pinpoint pass and then the next twenty passes he throwing them short or selling them over your head and still to have a thousand yards. <laughs> Couple, yeah. I gotta give it to B Marshall, bro. Oh, bro, drip. I, yes, I, I was one years old when Willie Galt played his last season. Bears. And I got to see every snap, every down of Brandon Marshall. It was hard for me to pick anybody over Brandon Marshall, bro. Like to me, for players that I have seen, it's Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, that's it. Oh that's yeah, right. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, bro. Okay, that's good answers. Two more questions. This is gonna be a tough one. I swear it better be Devin Hester. <laughs> Or Gail Sayers. Don't y'all be disrespectful. As a returner. in the same conversation. Oh, as a, just as a returner. They're returners. Come I like on Gail Sayers, too. And I did not uh, see him. Yeah. But I did go back and watch because I was a running back in my heyday. Look, yeah. little small bowling ball running through motherfucker. But I'm going to go with the guy who, bro. And this probably just me watching Devin Hester's highlights yesterday. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Devin Hester. I just think that, man. When he was able, he created his own holes to run through <laughs> and yeah. to and to open a Super Bowl in the way he did. I was for sure we was going to win that Super Bowl. But, man, just for me, I'm going to go Devin Hester, man. I just think the breakaway speed spoke for itself. When he put the ball right here and started skipping, it was a different thing to see. So I'm going to just go Devin Hester. Uh. Okay. Devin Hester took a part of the game that was looked at as a gimme and turned it into an actual weapon. And I, I it's hard, like as a returner, I like that you specifically said as a returner. Keep in mind, bro, like 
that he changed the game when it came to return. So I, I I can't pick anybody over as a returner over than Devin Hester. He's the greatest kick returner of all time, in my opinion. He had more touchdowns returning in two seasons than what Gale Sayers had his whole career. Oh, hey, yeah, I, come on. Oh, bro, I got to respect it. But let's give a nod to my man, Gale Sayers, who also oh, was for sure. yeah, him, ankles and killing. Give, give, give him some. For give sure. Him some Gale, Gale Sayers had a level, uh, well, an ability to move at a speed that like sometimes you didn't even register that he just juked somebody you just thought that he just ran like it was amazing bro like don't get me wrong especially like uh, as bobby as a running back myself it was walter payton it was sayers that i looked at and it was Ladanian thomason those were the people that i tried my best to model my game after i was successful to a degree especially in high Shout out to me owning the record in Hazelwood East for their for Russian record. There, I am a, a Hall of Famer in some in high school level. Okay, so you know, say what you okay, hey. Um, but, but with that said, <laughs> like yeah, Gail Sayers was a beast, bro. And like I think that Gail Sayers is at a time where I don't think the running back was as heralded as what it became after him. He he completely changed the game. Bro. Oh, bro, right. great answers, Joe. I can't disagree. Final final question. Now, if we was to have to change the logo for the Chicago Bears, is it going to be Mike Dicker or Walter Payton? I'm looking at you, brothers. <laughs> Mike Dicker! He put on Mike Dicker! I'm, oh! I'm sorry, bro. Like, like let, let me be clear here, bro. Like, Walter Payton is amazing. He's a legend for a reason. But if you're talking about the logo, there's nothing more I like. I could, I, yeah. you, you, people don't even, I ain't even Bears fans. You know whose face this is supposed <laughs> yeah, to be just bro. by seeing it. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I mean, and then what would you have as the logo for what? Would it stiff arm? Would it be the stiff arm? I think you would have them like with the, with the hairband or something. You know oh, what I'm saying? I mean, that's iconic too, but to me, it's still not iconic as the A. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't. Bro. You got to try too hard for Walter Payton, bro. It's just yeah. obvious. Go ahead. Yeah. That's tough too, but I can't argue with the good points because I think that man, yeah, bro. When I ain't wore a headband since the early 2000s with my big ass shirt and baggy <laughs> pants. <laughs> when we was in that bit, uh, give me to her. You see, Roshan Johnson had on a headband in his official picture for the Bears, right? In this, okay, you know, oh, no, Roshan, don't do it, Roshan, don't look bogus. <laughs> Don't start off like this, Rochelle. But yeah, bro. Every every bear season, you see multiple people come into the stadium looking like Mike Dicker or dressed like Mike Dicker. So I I can see that right there. I can see that. Damn, Drip, you just destroyed me. I was just gonna go with the brother. And I you swear to God, y'all, I had no idea he was gonna even be asking this question. Like it just so happens this is the shirt I wore today, bro. bro like, damn, that's it, man. I was gonna go for walk, man. Y'all ever dress up as Mike Dicker for Halloween? No. <laughs> you did. I, I'm I'm the only one that took the easy way. That's an easy costume to put on, it bro. Is, you put bro. on a sweater. And, come on. Yeah, it, it, easy. Is, it is. It's very easy. Bro, I could barely grow a mustache. <laughs> that shit. You just baby face all the way around. That's hilarious, bro. Yeah, like, Bobby will, Bobby will look 22 forever. Right. Like, I'm going to take that. As long as his hairline don't start growing back, Shit. you will never know. You'd be like, Bobby could be anywhere between 22 and 46. We have no idea. We going to take that. Yeah. We going to take that for real. Oh, you too, Bill. Uh, yeah, what's my man named B Mace? B Mace like nephew too. Remember B Mace? Oh, B Mace, bro. When B Mace told us how old he was, I damn near said he was lying. <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, real yeah, for real, though. 
He could have gave I me said, 50 ain't no guesses. Way. I wouldn't have got ain't no right, way. Bro. Ain't no <laughs> way. Ain't no way. Black truly don't crack. That's all I can say, bro. Unless, Unless you, you own tr- crack. That's the <laughs> only time black usually crack. <laughs> For real. You treat it well, you're going to look good. Big right. Kev called you BJ Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I won't lie, bro. I've been watching more uh, It Is What It Is show. And when I tell you that uh, Mace. Mace be trying to st- Mace be really trying to steal Bobby Swag. <laughs> 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 hey. <laughs> hey! Hell no! This is why I drip. <laughs> that's funny. Oh bro. man, any that's funny. Anything left, fellas? Before we get up out here? Oh man, great show. Uh, we're getting close to training camp, guys. I cannot wait, man. And I'm popping out. Me and Kev, we gonna pop out to the training camp too, y'all. So we gonna get y'all some footage. A try, a try. Oh, I gotta. By the way, let me know which day you're going because I gotta come at the end of July. I actually got to record with CHGO in their studio, so I'll be in the shot. Oh, bro. We, we'll, we'll link up offline. Oh, bro. We're going to get it. We're going to get it together. Oh, bro. <laughs> but, hey, shout out to my man Steve-O in the chat saying, y'all ain't finna come at me like that or it's bust. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man. Steve-O dipping and dodging the line. And, oh, never oh. mind. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I see Red also in the chat. Let me shut up. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> We're going to keep it moving. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Hey, Steve, Steve, finna send me. If Steve, finna flame my ass. Bro, it's really? coming. Nasty message is coming. Thirty texts. <laughs> Thirty. Text. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that, Miss Taylor. You got a look at that, Miss Taylor. You gonna get him in trouble, G? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, make sure you go to the channel and hit the notification bell. So anytime we doing dailies, anytime we go live. It's gonna pop up right on your phone, so you can be, so you can be right here from the start. That's it. That's it. And then you'll be good to go. But it, that's it from us. Y'all make sure y'all have a good Sunday. You want more from me and Unc? Find us on Shy Bulls Podcast and NBA Central. It's busting. We doing a free agent shopping right now, looking at these teams, doing what we do. Video should be dropping in a couple hours. Y'all already know. But uh, y'all want more from Hayes? Hit them up on all social media platforms at CEO Hayes. And of course, there now. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm some of y'all phony, and I'm gonna say this: I love y'all because y'all rock with us. But this is what I'm gonna say. This is what I'm gonna say. First of all, y'all see how entertaining C Dub and Bobby are. They, they are two of the most entertaining motherfuckers that you will find on YouTube. There's no reason we should have seven thousand subscribers on Bear Central and Shy Bulls Podcast is not six seven thousand two y'all go subscribe and support my guys go over there to shy bulls podcast and hit that goddamn subscribe button y'all missing y'all blessings y'all ain't hurting my fam but y'all missing y'all blessings by not going and subscribing to my people y'all make sure y'all go and do that man uh but thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of chicago bear central make sure you follow the show at shy bear central on every social media platform you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns chicago bear central gmail.com and lastly text messages voicemails seven seven three Two four two nine three three six. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. If Bears now or anybody else got a problem with him, you can tell them to come see Hayes. We up out this bitch. <laughs> oh shit! This has been a presentation of the Break Break, Break Media. Media. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.